The recording you are about to hear has not been altered, except to be edited for length. It contains content that may be disturbing for some listeners. Okay, I've got the mic MacGyvered into the headset, and let me just do a quick check of your level. Can I get you to speak into the mic one sec? Okay, you're a bit hot. Just give me your name, title, how you like the weather. Just making a quick adjustment here. And for me, it's like a warm spring day here in Anwar. And perfect, and we're rolling. And you're crazy. <sighs> well, son, you gotta buck up or stay in the truck. <laughs> okay, Amara, you're on. This is a documentary for the Vox Populi podcast. That's capital O. Sorry, let me try that again. This is a documentary for the Vox Populi podcast. That's capital V, capital O, subscript X. I'm Amara Shetty, and we're here in a helicopter above the frozen tundra of the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. With us is Michelle Walker, spokesperson for geophysical exploration company Arctic Surveys. With many people across the country and here in the North Slope concerned about the impacts from future drilling in Anwar on both the fragile ecosystem and on climate change, Arctic Surveys is experimenting with a new approach to its seismic surveys. Michelle, can you tell us about what we're seeing right now? Well, uh, first off, I'd like to start with a quick correction, or clarification. Please. And that is, at Arctic Surveys, we don't like to refer to it as climate change, but rather a climate emergency. Hmm. We accept that by mid-century, the atmosphere is going to heat to dangerous, irreversible levels if we don't do something different. Hmm. And so, we are implementing a revolutionary approach to protecting the environment as we search for the fossil fuels that will be a necessary part of our energy supply mix, and as we transition over the next few decades to a zero-carbon future. Hmm. Before we get to that approach, why don't you tell us first exactly what seismic surveying is? Absolutely. In order to determine how much oil there is in the ground here in Anwar, we conduct surveys of the topography beneath the surface using special trucks, one of which is on the ground below us right now. Hmm. Our trucks are made of 100% recycled carbon fiber, so they're lighter weight and less likely to clog up landfills. Oh, isn't that expensive? We see it as the cost of doing business. <laughs> the trucks are also designed so that the tires can deflate if they're driving onto a portion of the frozen tundra that's particularly thin at a given moment in time. Uh All this is working towards the goal of lessening the impacts to the vegetation beneath the snow. And how successful has that been? In our preliminary tests, we've seen a 60% reduction in surface impact as compared to previous seismic surveys in other parts of Alaska like Prudhoe Bay. Amazing. Now, These trucks have metal plates underneath that send 3D waves into the ground. These waves, in turn, relay us back data that allows us to map areas where the oil potential is the strongest. Okay, thanks for the explanation. But now I'd like to get you to react to one of the biggest concerns voiced by environmental groups, which are impacts to animal species in Anwar from surveying activities. To be specific, impacts during the winter when you're conducting these surveys to polar bear habitat. Is there a question in there? 
<laughs> Just joshing you. <laughs> We've got that covered too. Our biologists have conducted extensive surveys of polar bear dens throughout the area where we're doing our exploring. But just in case they miss one, the trucks are equipped with the latest and most advanced infrared imaging technology, which allows spotters in our trucks to keep a constant peep out for those mama bears and their cubs. Oh, and how about that? Looks like they may have just spotted us something down there now. Let me just uh, pop up to the front and we'll confer with the pilot real quick. Well, that was convenient. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, let's talk about how we're protecting polar bears, and boom, out comes a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're ready for the circus. Yeah, seriously. Here she comes. Folks, we've got ourselves a den. That's incredible. What happens now? Well, as you can see, the truck stopped immediately. It's equipped with an electromechanical break-by-wire system that automatically halts the vehicle when the infrared imaging system triggers an alert. You can take these binoculars and see what happens next. Oh, thanks. It, it looks like everything is at a standstill now. Right. We'll just hover here a while while the crew determines whether it's safe to begin staking out the site. Hmm. I can see them talking inside the cab. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, gosh, how cute. <laughs> you see some little baby bears down there? <laughs> I sure do. Oh, they're crawling out of what looks like a small snow cave. Oh, they're adorable. They're stumbling all over the place. You could just eat them, right? <laughs> <laughs> they look so unsure of themselves. Oh, oh, wait. Hold the phones. Oh, looks like the mama has come out and she's not very happy. Oh, yeah. You don't mess with the mama She bears. seems to be a, a little thin and hungry. She's, she's now standing in front of the truck and... And, and she seems to be sniffing the air. Maybe she doesn't like the smell of natural gas, which, by the way, is what our trucks run on. There's, there's some sort of, it looks like a, a telescoping pole rising out of the truck. Oh, oh gosh, what is that? You're not gonna hurt it, are you? Just watch. Okay, the mama bear is now standing up on her hind legs. She, she looks angry. She, it looks like she just roared at the truck. She's... Oh, my God, is she going to charge? She's... Wait. What happened? What was that noise? Why did she suddenly run back into the den? That noise you heard was a speaker that is mounted on a mast that telescopes out of the truck and which emits an acoustic replication of an angry male polar bear bellow. You're fucking kidding me. Oh, oops. Uh, we can cut that fucking out later, right? Roger that. So what, we're, what we've done here is completely eliminate the need for guns firing, either rubber bullets or conventional ammo, to ward off bears when we encounter them. That's, that is unbelievable. I am really, really impressed. Well, you are really going to love our camp. Let's get you over there. You all connect through Seattle and Minneapolis to get to Fairbanks? Yep. And before that, LaGuardia. And before that, Brooklyn. Brooklyn? You must see Spike Lee all the time. Uh, no. We, we don't see Spike around too much. 
gosh, I love old Spike. I really thought he deserved an Oscar for the Black Klansman. He did get an Oscar for that. Oh. So is this your first time on the North Slope, then? First time in Alaska. Well, you'll have to try some of our wild-caught sockeye salmon. We get ours from a sustainable fishery in Bristol Bay. We're actually vegan. Well, technically, Kevin is vegan. Guilty. No problem, no problem. We should be able to scrounge up some nuts and berries for you in the mess hall. Speaking of which, that is what you see in front of you right now. I think I got my steps in today. So cold. Each step here is probably worth ten back in old Bed-Stuy. Right. The pilot told me we might be getting a little weather tonight, too, so better keep those booties strapped on. Great. So, this is the man camp. Well, actually, 45% of our 150-person workforce is female, and we share the space during the season with a couple other exploration companies, so we tend to refer to it informally as our co-working camp. That's very progressive. That's our middle name. So, the camp, as you see, has a pretty small footprint. Uh, let's see, behind the mess hall is the management office. Uh, to the left is the laundry room. And to the right are the medical clinic and power generating facility. Uh, behind that are the female and male crew quarters. And to the right of those are the showers and restrooms, including one gender-neutral facility. Oh, do you have any... Non-binary employees? You betcha. Maybe later you'll get to meet Danny, who does vinyasa yoga during their lunch hour and is one heck of a seismic observer. Well, I'm sorry I didn't bring my mat. (laughs) One more thing before we step inside, and that is that, similar to our trucks, all of these buildings are constructed with recycled steel. Power is supplied by natural gas generators, and all waste is composted and or recycled. Well, you're clearly doing a lot to curb waste here. Can I ask you one other random question? Shoot. I know you're just mapping the oil potential here and not doing the actual drilling. Yes? Any comment on the concerns that some native Alaskan communities have about how drilling in Anwar will, well, ruin their livelihoods? You're referring to the caribou. Correct. That they hunt. Correct. Well... You're right. That's a separate issue, since the caribou migration occurs in spring and summer, and we do our survey work... In winter. Bingo. But, nevertheless, we share the concerns of our friends in the native communities that the oil production footprint could reduce caribou habitat and impact the natives' traditional hunting rights. So, we're going to do our part by having our helicopter pilots fly over the area during calving season to help track caribou herds. Holy moly, you're paying for that? Time and a half. (laughs) All right, we ready? You all go through dark days here. Okay, we should probably keep our voices down. 
for you to understand that when you reach the point of complete darkness, you've also arrived at the beginning of light. What are they it's, doing? Uh, it's there. This is the optional morning therapy group for camp workers. Oh, are they... Do the workers need a lot of counseling? A lot of them do come from troubled homes and backgrounds, so they talk about that and the difficulties of their daily routines, the, the long hours, the, the stress of there being little margin for error, bosses that can be overly demanding. We found that Allowing them to unload in front of their peers is a much more effective way of mitigating these problems before they rise to the level where you know, HR would need to get involved. What an incredibly sensitive thing for you to do. Is it? Is it all right if we record this? That's fine. We'll just ask them for their permission afterwards. Awesome. Can you get in a little tighter with the audio? Sure. Let me just make a quick adjustment and bring the mic in a bit closer. Mm, that's odd. I'll check that out later. Meantime, let me try this. Thank you. For those who don't know me, my name is Joe. <sighs> the other night, I came in from a 12-hour shift on the line. I hadn't eaten since breakfast, so I was really hungry. I went into the kitchen, opened the fridge, and started looking around for a sandwich I had left in there the other day. I grabbed this bag, opened it, pulled the sandwich out of it, and took a bite. And then I realized it wasn't mine. I, I didn't know what to do. Should I throw it away and claim later I didn't know anything about it? Should I write a note on the bag telling them what I did? But I... I didn't do either of those things. I, I just wrapped it up again, put it back in the bag, and shut the fridge. <laughs> I blame my dad. He was an alcoholic. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Joe. Does anyone wish to say anything to Joe? Preferably of a non-sandwich-related nature. Yes? You know what I really hate? The fact that I have absolutely I'm no blown idea away. I mean, I didn't expect it to be so lunch-oriented, but it's totally not what you would expect in a traditional macho culture like this. You would be surprised. There is a lot of discussion in the industry these days about feminization of the workplace, how this opening up about themselves, getting in touch with their feelings, admitting their mistakes, how that reduces stress and anxiety and actually leads to more productivity. I think he's taken away my moral center. Well, I don't know what your next act is going to be, but it'll be tough to top that. Well, it's almost chow time, so let's see if we can't whip up a good kale salad for you. That's what I'm talking about. So I texted him back, I don't care if the power is out on the entire East Coast. Use the damn flashlight app on your phone and get your shit out of here before I get back in town. No, you didn't. 
What'd he say? He said, let me find it, scrolling here, quote, if power out, shouldn't I conserve battery on phone, end quote. That's it? That's it. Damn. How long were you together? One year, eight months, 25 days. Mm, that's right. Like a month before we started working together. Yeah. You hear back from your guy? Nah, I think he's probably offline with the outage and all. I cannot believe this is the second year in a row they've had a big one. And in winter this time. Yeah, I saw on Facebook where Elmo and Super Mario were serving coffee to patrons at Broadway theaters where the lights were out. And then hitting them up for money. <laughs> no shit. That thing on? Yeah, I cut it on a minute ago. Gonna check on the dropout issue I was having and grab some gnat sound with this parabolic dish I got. Fancy. It's pretty amazing what they're doing up here, huh? Not at all what I expected. I think we've got something we could really make our names with. You think it's legit? I mean, I haven't heard anything to lead me to believe otherwise. Kind of checks all the boxes, right? Securing America's energy resources while protecting the environment. <laughs> That's good, Kevin. Have you ever thought of going into PR? Absolutely not. All right, I'll see you back in a bit. Stay warm. Night. <sighs> Damn. I thought the Brooklyn waterfront was cold right now. Okay. This is Kevin, here in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, in what looks like the start of a blizzard that we weren't supposed to be getting. That's just fucking great, man. And that's also fucking great. Let's check you out. Just as I suspected, your little cable is starting to fray. But luckily, I have a backup. Let's give a listen. And it sounds like the storm's getting worse. All right, let's take you for a quick spin around the camp, and I think we'll have about all the gnat sound we need. Whoa. What have we here? I think somebody in the man camp may be having a little me time. Let's let him rub it out in peace. Alright, alright, relax. I'll take some out. What the? Did you bring the hydrochloric acid? Ah, uh, shit, man. You fucking moron! Are they? Is somebody watching Breaking Bad? And we're back on Red Ice Live. And today we're talking about the problem here in Alaska with radical eco-terrorist elements among the natives. They want to take away our divine right to harness our natural resources. They say they just want the rights of the people respected. But let me tell you, they are not the people. 
They are enemies of the people. Hold the fuck up. What is going on here? Am I picking up some weird radio frequencies from... from... I don't know where. <laughs> oh shit, we really snowed them, didn't we? How many dens did we run over last week? Four? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> We've seriously got to stop letting Joe drive, though. Agreed. No, this isn't happening. And you said the trucks were made out of what again? <laughs> I think it was... Oh, oh, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> carbon paper. <laughs> <laughs> what is carbon paper? The only carbon we got around here is the kind that's gonna float up into the sky and rain down money on us. We like to refer to it as a climate emergency. That's some next-level reputation management shit, Michelle. You said it, brother. Climate change is a hoax was so 2019, am I right? We're gonna get some killer coverage out of this. Up top. Wait. Here's some natural gas for you. Damn, you stink. Let me get a hit off that ice. <coughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, I haven't tweaked since I partied with the interior department in the noddies. <laughs> oh my fucking god. I gotta play this for Amara. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that was, but gotta go. Getting the fuck out of here. We're standing outside the management office at the, uh, co-location camp. Kevin has just played for me a recording he made that appears to reveal some very disturbing details about the Arctic Survey's seismic operation here. They have apparently lied to us about how environmentally friendly it is, even going so far as to suggest that they ran over several polar bear dens with their trucks. And some of the crew members evidently are white supremacist meth and porn addicts. We're going into the office now to confront them on these revelations. Is this a splash on my tooth? I'm really worried I'm gonna have to get it pulled. I think it's a piece of parsley. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, we've got an early flight out in the morning. Well, that confirms one detail of Kevin's recording. For the record, that sound you heard was Michelle Walker, Vice President of External Affairs for Arctic Surveys, dropping a meth pipe on the floor. Turn that fucking thing off. I will not do that. And I would like your response on a conversation that Kevin just recorded, in which you two discuss how this entire allegedly sustainable operation is a sham, and why you're smoking ice, and that some of you watch porn. Which isn't bad, I guess, but doesn't make for an especially feminized workplace. Oh, fuck, 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 I have fuck, no fuck. idea what you're talking about. Uh, listeners, that sound you just heard was a glass dropping on the floor, and as for you, young lady... I'm 34. Whatever. We haven't signed any release forms, so you can't use any of the material you've recorded, which means you have no story. Bullshit. 
You are conducting survey operations on land owned by the American people, and you are clearly in violation of your permit to do so, which makes this a public interest story. So we are fully within our rights to use our recording. Oh, God, I'm going to jail. Shut up, Dan. Dan, as in Danny, the non-binary seismic observer slash Yogi? Maybe. Could be. Who can say? But one thing for sure is you will be hearing from our attorneys. Bring it on. Bitch. Fine. Whatever. Just help me understand. How could you be so duplicitous, so venal? Is it just about doing whatever you have to do to line your pockets, to, to pay for your house, your kids, your, your kids' education? What do you know about what it takes to get by? You've probably had everything handed to you your entire life. You have to, to be a journalist. I worked my ass off to get where I am. Good for you. And now what? When you're not out producing stories designed to destroy people's lives, you're probably at home ranting on the social media about (laughs) big, evil oil companies, or binge-watching TV shows while hitting the bong. (sighs) Who's the addict now? And everything in your life is hunky-dory until you're sitting in that coffee shop near Times Square, sipping your espresso and eating your avocado toast, (laughs) and suddenly, the lights go out. Or, one day, you just can't deal with the subway, and you take a rideshare ten blocks (laughs) to your organic food market. And you discover, lo and behold, the ride is more expensive because gas prices have gone up. (laughs) What do you say then? Why can't the power company get its shit together? Why can't they pull more oil from the ground? How about, before you cast judgment on us, you turn that microphone back on yourself? If we're so addicted to oil, aren't you just exploiting it? And and besides that, climate change or, or emergencies, whatever, destroy a lot of lives too. Especially poor people who can't do anything about it. Their lives could also be destroyed if they can't afford to pay their energy bills. Maybe. So why don't you state your case to the public? Why lie to us? Maybe when we stop getting sued by radical green groups, we can stop lying. Well, I don't know what Vox Populi has to do with that. We just report the news. Ha! You're a mouthpiece for the radical green group agenda. They fundraise off your stories. I think you lied because you know you face an existential threat to your bottom line from climate change. And it's much more expensive to make changes to your business model than to use the media to control the narrative. Isn't that what you do? Absolutely not. Anyways, if you want to talk about propaganda, try tuning into Red Ice Live. I don't know what that is. It's an alt-right podcast show, and Kevin recorded someone here listening to it. You're busted. Our employees can listen to and watch whatever they want when they're not on the clock. Doesn't it concern you that there might be racists among the ranks? I'd have to hear it. But anything sounds better than the liberal, lamestream media. (laughs) Are you kidding me? They were calling for trampling on the rights of natives in order to drill for oil. We conquered the land, and now we're keeping the lights on and the cars running. Wow. Did you get all that? Yep. That's enough. Howdy, Chief. You are the crew chief, I take it? You can call me Hickson. It's nice to meet you. And now I need you out of here. I've been out all day on another survey, I'm tired, and we've got a blizzard coming in. 
I don't know what happened here, but I want you back in quarters while I sort it out with Michelle. Okay, but we have a recording you might want to listen to that- Uh Uh-huh. I need to talk to Michelle, and I need you to turn that recorder off. Don't worry, Chief. We'll get it all straight. Great. Dan, will you escort the media back to their quarters? Copy. And radio me a quick confirmation when you get there. Uh, hey, Hexen, you think there might be any polar bears out there? It's winter. They're hibernating. Yeah, but I heard- Ba 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 Dan? Let's go. It's gonna be slow going back to your bunks. Slow is good. With the wind kicking up and the snow getting deeper. So I would really appreciate it if you would cooperate. Yeah, man, we just want to get back home. Right, Amara? Yep. So, Dan, how about the group therapy session? Was it real or staged? I'm sorry, but I can't talk to you. Come on. We promise patient confidentiality. That is, if you're even a real therapist. Of course I am. Is that thing turned off? Absolutely. Off the record. Off the record. The therapy was real. These guys and women do often come to the job with a lot of issues to sort out. So they brought me on a couple months ago to hold sessions where we talked through things. It just takes a long time to resolve these problems. So often they resort to alternative treatments. Meth. Sometimes it's easier to look the other way, especially if it makes them more productive. Jesus, and you got hooked yourself. No, no, I just started using recently. I wanted to see what they were experiencing. And how's that working out for you? Well, I think I may use up my dental benefits fast. But I'm going to rehab when I get back to Fairbanks. You can do it. And you gotta say something to your corporate office. You mean Michelle? Yeah. Right. But what about the Sangits? Joe? Michelle made that up. I knew it! And all that other bullshit about the trucks and the buildings? They're made of steel. None of it recycled. The trucks run on diesel. Deflating tires does not protect the ground. And Michelle said that driver was just really good at braking. We don't ever sleep in tents. We just move the camp when we relocate. And nobody calls it a co-working camp. And the bears? We do have the one telescoping mass, but when we encounter one, we find it's more expedient... To shoot them? Yeah. Or run them over. My God. You do have a lot to get off your chest. I guess this is like a therapy session for me. But when you were talking to Michelle, you made it sound like it was all fun and games. (sighs) We were just having a few sick laughs. You know, you feel so much pressure to be part of the culture. And the pay is good. And there is that. What's up with faking the gender identity, Dano? That's some sort of fucked up corporate appropriation thing? Um, LGBTQ outreach strategy? The fuck? You'll have to ask Michelle. This whole scheme, it was her idea. Look, I'm still tripping, and I really shouldn't be talking. 
Get the fuck out of here! What the fuck can we do? We gotta get help! Oh my fucking god, he just ripped his head off! Get back here, right now! Let's go! 